It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. I'm Walter Storholt, and on today's episode of the podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. Every once in a while, a few months or so, we do this. We take a little sidestep from just Angie and I talking about real estate stuff and let you hear from some of the other amazing experts and vendors that Angie partners with to help people accomplish their home dreams, whether it be buying or selling. So on today's show, you're going to hear from the attorney that Angie works with. We're also going to ask the inspector an important question about home inspections. We're going to spotlight mortgages in our mortgage moment with our mortgage lender that we lean on for information in many of of the radio shows that we do with Angie, and we're going to cover the buying blitz, where Vicky's going to help us learn a very important buying topic. And of course, we're going to stage this house with Amber Cole, who uh, helps meet with all the listings and all the folks selling their homes that Angie works with and helps give them advice about staging their home. So this show has a little bit of everything, some legal, some inspection stuff, mortgages, staging the house, and we're talking buying all straight ahead. So let's get to it. A lot of people overlook this part of the buying process, and that's what happens when you actually go to close. And there are some important questions to ask or things to be aware of when it comes to hiring an attorney to help you close on a home and finish that process out smoothly. And so that's why we feature the Attorney Minute. All right, Craig, my question for you this week, why is it important to have a relationship with your real estate attorney? That's a great question. I have two viewpoints on that. First and foremost, buying a home is typically the largest financial investment one is going to make. While there are a few safety nets in place, such as malpractice insurance carried by the attorney or title insurance to protect the client in the event of an attorney error, a client should feel comfortable when selecting the attorney to handle the process for them. Second, once the positive relationship is established, that attorney can assist with many other things the client may need in the future, such as a refinance, a home equity line of credit, estate planning, or buying another home. I try to make that particular client a client for life. So when somebody ends up deciding to work with you and you start to build that relationship, a couple of follow-up thoughts come to mind. When in the, the buying process does that relationship with you usually begin? Well, it occurs early on. When we receive a contract in for a particular buyer, we immediately reach out to them either directly or through their agent for information. And the first thing that goes out is what's called a letter of representation. It's a very thorough document that my office has that explains the entire process to them. And of course, we encourage them to call us, contact us, email, what have you, with questions so that we can you know, establish that foundation of trust. Well, getting your house inspected is a really important part of the buying process. And that's why we turn to our fun segment each week on the radio show, Ask the Inspector, so we can learn all about that part of the process. With Home Inspector of JHI Services, Jarrett joins on the show today. Jarrett, what problems 
should raise the red flags when searching for a home. We know sometimes there's going to be a lot of things that the home inspection finds on the report. What are the big items that we need to be on the lookout for, though? The bigger items are going to be the items that, that potentially cost the most money. A lot of the, the bigger ticket items that we always come across is maybe foundation issues. Um, when you're walking around a house and, and viewing different houses on the weekend, you know, definitely take a walk around the exterior and see if you see any large cracks. Not all cracks are bad, um, but definitely if you see a crack, then it's something that you can note for your agent to you know, pass on to the home inspector to really double check that area. You know, also, when you're walking inside of a house, if you see any recent repairs or you know, new paint jobs on one wall instead of all walls in the, in the room, that can kind of raise some red flags. And we just really want to get some more information and find out what's going on there. So it doesn't mean you just automatically cancel the house out, but it just means you want to dig a little bit more when these things pop up. Exactly. You want to get the, you know, for, for example, with the cracks, um, typically if, if, it's, if it's a big enough concern, we'll ask for an engineer to come out there because they're able to, um, to, to do a more thorough investigation on it than what we're allowed to do. So, you know, they'll let you know if it's just minor settlement or if uh, a, a minor repair needs to be done. And we ended up having to do that when we bought our first home, uh, had a foundation crack, got it looked at by a structural engineer as a follow-up because we were being first-time home buyers, you know, a little, a little scared off by that, but got a thumbs up from the structural engineer, just normal North Carolina settling. Imagine foundation cracks and things like that. They're very common. So if we were, if we were ruling out every house because it had a little crack in it, we'd be, uh, we'd, we'd, nobody would be living anywhere, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and the good thing about the engineers is when they come out and assess the cracks, they will also give you an engineer's letter with their stamp and approval on it, kind of like cheap insurance. They're just letting you know that you know, for future resale purposes, that the crack was, was evaluated and it's, it's good to go. And then that way, when you go to resell the house in the future, you'll have that engineer's letter and, and you can just provide that for the next stop. There you have it. Some of the red flags to watch out for when searching for a home. Probably the biggest part of buying a home is the finance side of things. And so that's what we're going to talk about here on The Mortgage Moment. Everything you need to know about mortgages, important question to ask on today's show. All right, Jonathan, so what are the differences between getting a loan from a bank versus a mortgage from uh, a broker? So getting a loan from a bank can be a little bit different than getting a loan from a mortgage broker or a mortgage banker. When you're working with a bank, you're working off of you know that bank's particular guidelines. They may uh, they do what's called shelving a lot of their loans, which means they hold and they service the loan as far as collecting the payments monthly. We, uh, on the other hand, actually will close the loan in our name and we sell the loan on the secondary market. So we have different requirements when it comes to qualifying buyers. Our guidelines are typically more lenient than banks uh, because banks are pretty much built off of relationships. You know, they typically will, you know, if you've been banking with them for a while, you hold a lot of assets with them, uh, a lot of accounts, uh, stuff of that nature, uh, they may be willing to step out a little bit further when it comes to qualifying you. So with those differences, does that help give you like a lot more flexibility to in what you can do for a client? And ultimately that helps them maybe save money to be able to have kind of just more expanded services in a way? It does, because typically, you know, banks don't negotiate much. They have their fees, they have what they charge, they have their interest rates, and their interest rates typically are not based off of the bond market like a interest rates are with a mortgage banker or mortgage broker. So they are going to stick to their guns when it comes to their fees that they charge. If we need to on our end to kind of reduce the fees, make things work, 
you know, help you get into a home, you know, we typically can negotiate on our end. Of course, we'll highlight all things related to buying in the buying blitz. Vicky's here to help us out with that. Question for you this week, Vicky comes to us from Jill in Raleigh. Jill says, I have heard there are some really great house hunting apps, but there seem like a lot to choose from. What would be your advice on the best app to use during the home buying process? The very first thing you need to do is get in touch with your buyer's agent and ask them to set up an MLS search for you. That is the most accurate search that's out there. I find my clients get very frustrated looking at Realtor.com and Zillow and some of those others because they're not up to date. And I tell my clients all the time, they love to keep you coming back to their site. And if they keep putting everything contingent as it's going, then you're not going to come back. So get that buyer's agent to set up that MLS search. As soon as a home hits the market, you get the email letting you know. If an agent is bored in the middle of the night and she's up at two o'clock in the morning putting in a listing, you get an email at two o'clock in the morning. So it is the most up-to-date that's out there. So that's that's a good distinction to draw. A lot of these websites, they're useful for looking at homes, but you need to know the caveat is that it might not be up to date. That's right. There's often lag or you, it may not trigger you to be the first to know, but it also may be the case where it's gone and it still looks like it's available. Exactly. And it's very frustrating for clients sometimes. So yes, talk to your buyer's agent and get that MLS search set up. Now, so many people are mobile these days and this person sounds like they, you know, Jill really wants an app. Do these MLS searches still work well on mobile devices? Can they still work in that environment? We do. We have that feature. So yes, definitely that's the most accurate search out there. You want to make sure your house looks great as you go to sell it. That's why Amber Cole is here for the Stage This House segment. She helps us learn about some great tips when it comes to properly preparing your house for sale and for viewing, both for pictures and also for people to walk through the door. All right, our question this week, Amber, comes to us from Rush in Raleigh. Rush says, I want to declutter my home, but I also want it to look like somebody lives there. How do you strike the balance? It's really a delicate balance because when you live in your home, you decorate it to your style and it should be comfortable and it should feel great when you're in your home. When you're selling your home, you want it to feel like buyers, any want to feel like anybody could live there, really, and that they can picture themselves in there. So, you know, it may be removing your belongings, personal belongings and artwork, any collectibles, things of that nature, family photos, just kind of removing your personal style and taste out of the home. And then you can add your warmth with things like throws and pillows and decorative accent colors, it'll still feel homey. I think most people kind of feel that it looks bare when we're done. However, to the buyer, it gives them an opportunity to come into the home and picture their belongings and their things. And then it's more personal to them and you have a better chance of getting an offer. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128.
Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.